Welcome to Married and Having Fun. We're your hosts, Kathy and JC. Kathy here. I'm 46. I've been married for 25 years to my main squeeze. I'm JC. I'm 33, married to an awesome pastor of six years. It's my second marriage. We have seven kids between our awesome families. On this podcast, we will share all of the ups, downs, and emotions around marriage and all the things in between. If you know what I mean. Sit back, laugh, cry, and enjoy. This is Mary and having fun. JC, I'm missing Kathy today, but um, I have a special guest. Um, I am so excited. She is from our Married and Having Fun community on Facebook. We just met um, literally a week ago, and not even, well, is what maybe just like a few days ago, um, yeah. <laughs> and God just like really connected our spirits. And so, um, Tammy Huff, will you say hi? Hello, how are you? (laughs) Um, We had a very interesting conversation, um, and I just thought that this was a great conversation for us to have with women um, to check our hearts and ourselves within marriage. And so... um, I wanted to bring Tammy on to the podcast for her to share um, what's been going on with her and how the Holy Spirit just recently checked her. <laughs> oh, nothing like introducing my uh, my real moments right out of the gate. Wow. <laughs> no, it, it, I do want to thank you and Kathy so much. I, I know Kathy and... Um, I'm excited to reconnect with her during this time, so I'm excited uh, just to share with both of you and the family. Um, yeah, so my husband travels for work. Mm-hmm. He's actually, he left this morning, as a matter of fact, and so when he comes home, one of the goals that I have is to not bombard him with everything that's taken place while he's been away. Mm-hmm. It, it can be a struggle. Yeah, because he is he is over our home and it's very easy for us to regain control or take control of something where our husbands have been given clear authority. Yeah. So it's it's a very you know, we're learning. We're learning how to do that, how to do that with grace and with love. Yeah. Um, But he, he walked in last week and for whatever reason, he walked into his office he set his things down. I set them down with him. And I felt obliged to say, hey, look at the new floor mat I got for your desk so that your chair wouldn't scuff up the floor. Someone was giving it away. Isn't it great? <laughs> and I immediately shook my head and said, what? Yeah. That is not even remotely what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girl, I had been on Marketplace you know, scanning the past couple of weeks, waiting for a deal to pop up. And as we all know, Siri and Google and Marketplace and 
Facebook and all of those, they read our thoughts and, yeah. and they knew that that's something I wanted. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there it was in all its glory. And I contact the seller and I pay $20 for it. And mm -hmm. by George, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And so imagine my surprise when I straight up lied to my husband. Yeah. I straight up said something that was completely untrue. And I did so in fear. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what to, there was to be fearful of. Like, you know, me hearing the story and then you saying that it was only $20, like the carpet was $20. I'm like, I, I've been there. <laughs> you don't even like, I, for me, it's like if my husband's away and I'll order pizza and I know that he does not like that. Like, he's like, we have food, like cook the food. Yeah. And so, um. If he's away and he's like, what are you guys having for dinner? I'll just try to not even answer the topic if I've ordered the pizza. And he'll be like, you ordered the pizza. And I'm like, nah. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. But so what? Okay. So after you've, you know, had this moment with your husband and you lied, what, what happened next? Um... <laughs> he walked off into the bedroom mm -hmm. and now understand my husband would not expect me to lie. Yeah. So it was almost worse. It was almost worse because not only did I do it, but I know that he trusts me Yeah. and I know that he trusts me with what takes place in his absence. Mm -hmm. um, so the dishonor that I felt towards my husband my partner, my life mate, my brother in Christ, first and foremost, mm -hmm. was just absolutely horrific. And I, I struggled in my kitchen to understand, huh? <laughs> and then I thought, okay, this will go away. God, I'm sorry. You know, so I tell God, I'm sorry I did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but it just wasn't good enough. It was not good enough to calm my spirit. The witness, the testimony of my spirit was not at peace with Holy Spirit. Mm. And, and just said, you've got, come on, Tammy, now you know better. Mm -hmm. And it was the desire, it was the kindness, it was the love of Jesus saying, oh, my sweet child, that's not of me. Yeah. You know better. It was that moment that I that I said, I'm gonna have to make this right. I don't I don't have to out of fear. I have to because I want to honor my husband and my savior more than um, my dignity. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. uh, and integrity is crucial. Integrity is so crucial right now. Um, so we went outside and, and we were sitting down and we were catching up on his trip. And as I shared in my post, it was like Ralphie from Christmas Story who just blurted out what he wanted, you know, uh -huh. for Christmas. I said, okay, I'm sorry I lied. I actually bought that off Marketplace. It was $20, and I'm really, really sorry that I lied to you, and I don't know why I did it. Do you forgive me? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was pretty much like that. And he goes, huh? I go, I'm, I lied to you about that desk, Matt. And which is funny. His name is Matt. Um, and... And he said, it's okay, no big deal. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew that 
that it was a big deal, not to him, but it was a big deal to me. So I think when we examine the authority that our husbands have been entrusted with, we must stop and examine our actions. And if we are setting them up for success or failure before the Lord. Mm. Yeah. I, um, so right before you had shared that story last week within our Facebook group, I was having the same conversation with a friend and (laughs) she was saying that, you know, she lied to her husband that she was going to the store. Um, her husband was away at the time and, Mm -hmm. and she's just like, I'm just, I'm tired of being judged about the way that I spend money and in her scenario is completely different. And, um, you know, and I stood in that being that a few weeks before me and my husband, we had just had a conversation about that. We're going to be 100% honest with each other, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much we, you know, cringe at the thought of hurting each other, we're going to be 100% honest. And we just, we want to move forward that way. And I, um, there is something to the humanness that we carry around, obviously, and stepping back and examining why we've done certain things that we've done. Um, I feel like today is just acceptable. Like, you know, we make jokes of it and stuff like, you know, women are like, oh, I bought this. And then I just like put it in my closet and rip the tags off of it or, <laughs> you know, all the things that we do. What? What? <laughs> People have done that? <laughs> and I just, um, I, I just love that you shared that story because you know, our relationships, our marriages are supposed to be the reflection of Christ. And he knows every single thing about us and he loves us anyway. And that simple concept, if we could bring that concept into our marriages, into our relationships, um, I just think it would be just an absolute beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was married before twice before actually. And, um, I, I know what deceit rears. Mm. I, I know, uh, the pain of deceit. Mm-hmm. I've also known the kindness of repentance. Mm. And that includes to one another. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's to one another as well. And um, just dishonoring my brother in Christ and, and seeing him as a cherished child of God causes me to crave to love him mm-hmm. biblically. And love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. And so I invited my husband into a moment of deception. Mm. That sounds like the garden, doesn't it? Yeah. We, we, I invited my husband 
into a thought process that was not of God, that was deceitful, that was, um, quite honestly, honoring the enemy, mm-hmm. you know, and I invited my husband into that. Mm. That's not love. That's not love. And, um, you know, I, I do understand the challenges and the, and the, I, w- I want to acknowledge this very cautiously and very carefully because there's never, ever, ever, ever going to be a time where we step outside of um, obedience to God, period. I do want to acknowledge that there are relationships where it's difficult, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There are um, what would seem to some to be caught not willing to face. It's easier to lie, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that. I do. I get that. Um, but I also know on this side of living that life that the easiest way is to be obedient to God. Yeah. If, if we're just obedient to him first and foremost, then we have nothing um, to fear. Um, and, and it's not, a, it's not easy. It's not easy. Woof. You know? And so I, I do want to acknowledge that is a real, that is a real concern, issue, feeling, moment, situation, crisis, whatever word you want to use, it's very tangible. Mm-hmm. It's very tangible. Um, but no one can serve two masters. Mm-hmm. He will love the one or hate the other, yeah. or he will love one. and hate, you know, we, we, we can't serve two masters. Mm. And what it boils down to as believers, as followers of Christ we give the enemy too much credit for what is within our flesh. Mm. That is so true. Woo. That's, yeah, that's we, good. We, you know, I've, I've learned that, you know, and I know people, I understand they mean well, and I, and I don't even know if I want to use that phrase, but, but there, is a, there is a reality that people understand that if it's good, it's God. If it's bad, it's Satan. Mm-hmm. That's... You know, Satan can disguise himself as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that there's no clear cut answer in that. But but even in that, my spirit, my creation, my spirit, man, I am restored and new in Christ. Mm-hmm. So the enemy has no credit over what I choose to act upon or think on. Um, this is my flesh. Mm-hmm. This is my heart. These are my thoughts. And um, in that capacity, I have to be willing to stand and say, God, this is me. Mm-hmm. I lie. There is a root within my heart that is circulating through my bloodstream in this moment that dishonors you. And in Jesus' name, reveal it. May I stand strong and firm as you reveal it. And as I press into repentance, knowing that you are faithful to your word to cast that aside and so yeah that's it's a real real opportunity for self-examination before the lord yes so what would you say to like i let's just say the typical average household that you know we haven't really, we know that like maybe the white lies aren't good. Um, but 
we want to reach a deeper level with within our relationship with our spouse and with God and and what would you say to the woman that is struggling um, with where she is and who she is and what she brings to the relationship sure sure wow so much there wow Um, first and foremost I would say to envision yourself knowing that you are on the footstool of God in that moment and you are lying to him. That's good. You're lying to him. You know, I, I struggled with forgiveness. That's a, a totally different um, podcast. <laughs> I yeah. struggled with forgiveness for years and an ability to forgive myself and guilt and shame. And um, one of the things that I personally had to do was just envision myself calling God a liar. And, and, you know, you, you can't really do that. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. So in this moment, I, I, again, place myself knowing that I am at his footstool and I'm looking up um, at Jesus and his nail scarred hands and I know that God sees me through his blood and he sees me beautiful. And I look at God and I go, I'm lying to you. Is that okay? Uh-huh. And what's his response going to be? Yeah. You know, um, I, first and foremost, I'm, I'm lying to my father. And again, secondly, blessings and honor are showered upon us when we're in obedience. Yes. Yeah. And if, you know, our worship, it's not about music. It's Romans 12, 1. You know, sacked obedience is our reasonable act of worship. Mm. Think what you want, but obedience is worship. Mm. That's good. And my worship is not a pleasing fragrance to the Father if there are lies and deceit coming out of my mouth. What he hears is not a pleasant sound. Mm. Yeah. We've got to stop craving the healthy relationship with our spouse and start craving the healthy relationship with our father. That is the key. I... I have told so many friends, like being married the second time around, that I know that me and my husband, we would not have made it if God wasn't the foremost center. Like we focus on our relationship with him and it allows us to say, you know, when we do something that's not right, we immediately get convicted and we're like, you know what, God wouldn't allow me to continue to do this to you or to continue to act this way. And marriage is, it's, you know, it's two people bringing their lives together, but following God and letting him lead is the key. It's the the sauce. I I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The sauce. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm always reminded just to step back into, you know, I, 
the Garden of Eden, the beginning, you know, that's such a precious two or three chapters in Genesis to me because it, it truly does give us the plan for husband and wife. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it gives us the vision of what a quote unquote perfect marriage yeah. <laughs> would look like. And we see that that comes to a fall when deception entered. Mm-hmm. So no wonder the enemy wants us to fall, take that bait, yes. to fall in that trap because he knows that he knows what the vision is for marriage from God. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows, yeah. he knows. And if he can take that out of the equation, not only has he taken it out of our homes, but he has caused a wedge between us and our bridegroom. Mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. a pure and spotless bride is what he will have. And without blemish before him, um, that's my heart's desire. Is it my flesh's response? No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And, and it's a beautiful unraveling, a constant unraveling before the Lord. It's a constant suffering. But even before we get to Garden of Eden, we have to stay awake in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm -hmm. We have to stay awake. We have to know that those moments come. But we have to know that it's for the joy set before us that we endure the suffering as we are made in the image of Jesus. Mm. He did that. He is our example to do that, to persevere, to prepare to persevere. Guys, if we're not honest with one another now in in our life, in our marriage, in our homes, we will never persevere during trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we're already setting ourselves up for failure before the Lord, be- with each other, when we're not honest. And, you know, the consequence of sin is ugly, but the blessings of God and obedience far outweigh that. For sure. <laughs> and either we believe in restoration and redemption or we don't. And there you go. Yeah. But I, I want to share, I know we're all familiar with 1 Corinthians 13, but I do want to share that, you know, when we refer to love, um, what I'm really saying is to my husband, I'm saying Tammy is kind. Mm-hmm. Tammy is patient. Tammy doesn't boast. Tammy doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. Tammy doesn't keep records of right and wrong. And the reason I want to stop there is very intentional because we need to share that with our spouses as well and say, Hey, I need, I I need to share in love with you things that are going to be difficult to hear. Mm -hmm. I also need you to love me well and not keeping records of right and wrong. Mm, That is so good. I, um, that, that scripture is something that um, me and my spouse held on to, and we actually put that in our um, communication document. Um, yeah, because and we had that we we have couples replace the word love with their name because it's just mm-hmm. we've done that, and yeah. to check ourselves to say, yep. you know, yep. is this. Am I being this way of what God has described as love? And so often the answer is no. (laughs) We're coming up short. And so um, it's just, 
I, it's beautiful that you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, my husband and I, we do have the opportunity to talk and I go to him with, Hey, I need to talk to my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. we have that channel open. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it does kind of, it gives us a different, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have a conditioned response yeah. to a, a, an experience in the past. Um, and again, those, that's me. That's not the enemy. That's me elevated, my, elevating my knowledge above the knowledge of God. And, and I need to take every co- thought captive and I need to think on things that are lovely and things that are pure and right and holy. So I'm not blaming anyone, but me mm-hmm. taking a moment to step back into something that doesn't exist before the father, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. again, can't call him a liar and tell him he didn't take it away because he said he did. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's in this sea of forgetfulness. And um, I, I just love that I can go to my husband and I can say, hey, can we talk? I needed some advice from my big brother, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and I think that's that's okay. That's yeah. that's beautiful, and it's okay yeah. to have yeah. that position. Mm-hmm. I have I loved everything that you are saying, and I um, pray that our listeners can, um, if you don't have this within your marriage. Um, you know, invite God to bring it into your marriage. And there is no, um, there's nothing wrong with stopping and with your spouse hitting that reset button and saying, Hey, (laughs) you know, I heard some women talking about this and I really would love for us to take a moment, pause and create a, you know, go in a new direction. Um, it's good. Yeah. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. What an honor. Tammy, how long have you been married? Is this where I say which time or collectively? <laughs> <laughs> I've been married to someone 31 years. Okay. However. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, to my amazing, amazing uh, Matthew Huff. Eight years. Eight years. years. Yeah. You guys recently had a anniversary, right? We did. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. The quote for today is, the only time you should ever look back is to see how far you've come. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Tammy and her openness and her willingness to share with other women what she's going through and her openness for sharing her relationship with you. May the women that listen to this podcast, even the men, be inspired to... um, shed and get rid of telling white lies within their marriages, telling white lies to themselves. May we continue to honor you and draw closer to you, Father. May you shine within us. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep, keep having fun. fun.